right, here we go, y'all. Playaway Podcast, Episode 3. I'm going to start off the hot mm. take this week. And I'm put it to you like this, man. I'm, I'm glad that the NBA is back. But I really feel like the NBA is going to do more harm than good with them coming back. Um, and I'm specifically speaking to the WNBA, right? Um, so as you all know, summertime is primarily WNBA season. Uh, June, July, August is typically, you know, into a little bit of September is when the WNBA usually happens. And I think that with the NBA having these sets of summer games that aren't summer league, right? This is your main, your main stars, your main draws, um, from a player perspective, I think more people are going to gravitate towards watching a Lakers Bucks game or a Lakers Orlando pre or or you know seed in game or the playoffs or whatever it is instead of watching those WNBA games and allowing the the ladies the females to kind of showcase their talents. Um, did did a little bit of research, so the WNBA has. 22 game schedule due to coronavirus. Uh, previously used to be 36. There are 37 national televised games, um, which just got increased this week due to how well the first sets of games did. Um, now, comparatively speaking, uh, the NBA with their 22 teams competing, uh, they got 28 nationally televised games. Uh, so the breakdown on those, the Lakers and Clippers both got seven. Bucks, Celtics, Rockets, Pelicans got six. Raptors, Nuggets, Jazz, Blazers got five, right? And then it goes down down from there. But I really think that, you know, we know the WNBA has been trying to, has been lobbying for better pay, better conditions, flight conditions, hotel accommodations, all of those things, you know. Um, and I get that it's a business and they're and they're, business model doesn't draw in the same number of fans um but with coronavirus happening and with this being the first stint of sports coming back i really think it would have helped the WNBA more if this was primarily the only game in town that was competing with baseball and not so much with their bigger more popular counterpart so i say all that to say I think when we look back on this year and this season, um, I think what we're going to see is that the NBA inadvertently maybe has hindered the development of the WNBA. What say you? Mm. I don't know. It takes a scorching hot. Yeah, that's a hot one. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're definitely advertising during the games. Like, it's not like uh, the WNBA season is happening in, in secret. Like, they're... For sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the players are wearing the, the orange hoodie. You know what I mean? And... If you're a fan of basketball, if you're like like the basketball players respect the WNBA players to a very very high extent, right? So again, yeah. if you're if you're a legitimate fan of basketball, 
you respect the athleticism and the skill that the women have. You I, mean, I mean, I mean, that's, that's one of the cool things about the NBA is that the the men's side really does big up the women's side. I'll boil it down. Very I'll much it so. down. If you've ever even just played a pickup game, you have to have respect for any professional mm-hmm. ball player, regardless of gender, because you Absolutely. already know which you're Absolutely. not about to do out there. So let's keep it all the way funky. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the one thing we do know, though, is the, and I understand that we aren't typically like what they would consider the average consumer, right? We're a little bit more of a savvy consumer. I would think that we would classify ourselves that way. But the average consumer might, it definitely won't see that, won't have that same level of respect that we would. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we are, again, we already know the, the, the gender gap the gender wage gap. We we understand all of those things as it pertains to to, to how men and women are viewed uh, in in America. Um, this only adds to it. I, I get it. WNBA isn't as profitable. They're, they're, the number of teams have decreased um, significantly since inception. You know. Um, yeah, but I I just I I just I just really kind of think, man. Like at the end of the day, when we look back on, yeah, this is a this is a weird situation for the NBA for all sports, you know. But the NBA really picked up their season in the middle of their counterparts' season, right? You know what I'm saying? So now instead of us really and truly being excited for someone like Sabrina Inescu or and and Breonna Stewart coming back and Sue yeah. Bird, uh, Phoenix's dynamic three. Uh, 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 Scotter Diggins you know what I'm saying coming back from maternity leave instead of us legitimately being excited and watching those girls now we kind of got to pick and choose who we're going to watch because you can't watch two sh- two of these games at once regardless of the time slots. I'll even, I'll even you know ask this one again where are they broadcasting those other games because it kind of seems like there's uh, almost like a baton passing as far as you know, as soon as the game goes off on TNT, well, maybe not TNT, but, you know, like, as soon as the game goes off on ESPN, another one picks up on, you know, ABC or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like a handoff. It's like you don't have that downtime. There's the early midday. Yeah. yeah the early midday late game. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, there's always a game on. Mm. Um, even though they advertise, so they're being they're being they're being played. So so the national televised games, of course, are on ESPN, ABC, right? Those are your main networks. Um, the other games are or CBS Sports Networks. Um, so those affiliates there. Um, I just think when you have to, if you got to choose between watching Miami and Denver, I think that was the first game that was today, or. The WNBA's New York Liberty versus Seattle Storm, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Same yeah. time slot. You know, again, same talented players, right? Brianna Stewart is a monster. You know, super well, greatest, well, like arguably top, th- you know, gr- top three greatest point guards. Period, regardless of gender. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, that's the that's the that. So if I was going to respond to it, I didn't mean to cut you off. If I was going to respond to it, I would say that you. Are a student of the game in a certain way, though, right? Like you, mm-hmm. like you watch this, and so you know all that stuff. And I mean, I it was interesting because when I was hearing your take, I was like, 
why do I want to disagree with this? Just because I'm contrary, right? But then I was like, nah, this is actually true. I don't know if I would actually say it does more harm than good because I feel like the NBA, they just can't leave all that money on the table, all them rich billionaires, you know? They're like, oh, we ain't leaving all this money on the table. So I see how it happened, and it's fucked up how it happens. But And, and mm-hmm. also the people want sports to come back to. Mm-hmm. But what I would say that I do agree with with your take wholeheartedly is that first of all maybe the NBA shouldn't have started up for a lot of reasons and then also maybe it was an opportunity to like get the woman the women's game popular because I feel like when people actually watch it they'll be like yo this is dope right like like because you obviously watch it and you obviously respect it so I'm just like what's the disconnect like it's like you said NBA dominating the airtime like when are these games gonna get watched I, I I I really in hope that you're right. You know what I'm saying, but I mean with the with the typical news cycle, especially with your your talking show shows, uh, Skip and Shannon first take. Whereas these blocks, they literally could be talking an hour and a half, two hours about the WNBA games. You know what I'm saying? Now they got to supplement not only the games being shown, but the comment the, the commentary on these games have to be shared with the NBA. And unfortunately, LeBron is a bigger draw wherever he is. Right. But instead of fighting, hey, Candace Parker just dropped a triple-double yesterday. Oh, also LeBron tweeted something. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of that, now you're saying, hey, LeBron also dropped 25-7-7. And, and Candace Parker dropped 35-15 and whatever. You know, the programming leads, whoever develops the program, they're going to keep feeding. Nope, more LeBron talk, more LeBron talk. It's it's more relevant. You know what I'm saying? So, all, all in all, I, I really hope it's not the case. I really hope that the WNBA can grow more specifically due to the coronavirus. I, I don't know if you've got been to a WNBA game. They're just as fun, if not even more fun, than, mm-hmm. than NBA games. Yeah, I've been to a few spots. You know, so... Yeah, I, I I hope I'm wrong. I really am. You know what I'm saying, but I mean Boston. So, uh, mm-hmm. is there a fix? Because I've I've always held held an idea of how to get the WNBA a little bit more popping. So what's your idea? My idea has always been to actually absorb into the NBA, and so make it like a whole day a thing of basketball. So, you know, you show up to the stadium, like, you know, you go to a summer league game, right? There's multiple games on the ticket. Like, you're there from, like, 8 in the morning until 10 at night, right? Yeah. You just mm -hmm. show up and drink beers all day. Yeah, right. The NBA needs to make it like that. Like, make it an experience where it's like, yo, it's the Lakers versus Dallas, but it's also the Sparks versus, like, the, uh, what what is it? Shit, I'm blanking on the Dallas counterpart. The Liberty yeah. or something. Dallas, yeah, wings. Dallas, Dallas wings. wings. But you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, this might sound a little sexist, but you got to be opportunist. Like, the Lakers will still be, you know, that primetime slot. But that 5 to, you know, what is it, like maybe 4 o'clock or, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Just have that be the WNBA counterpart. Yeah. And... Count stats. Like I'm about, to, I'm about to take you there now. Hold on. Count okay. stats all together. 
but I mean, obviously, dignif- you know, denote, like, obviously, oh, that she doesn't play against LeBron, but, you know, like, have it be like, here's the top scorers in the American League, NBA, whatever they call it. They can call it the NBA and don't have to even put the W in it. They just leave women, you know, have like a women's division or whatever. Or the women's counterpart. I don't know how I'm trying to explain it. But essentially, like, yeah, no. top scorers is, you know, fucking Brianna Stewart and <laughs> you know, Mello for this evening. You know what I mean? Like, make it so that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it seems like what you're saying is like, they should embrace the theatric of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, what you have with the women is not a talent problem. It's a marketing mm-hmm. problem, right? And so you mm-hmm. so, so what you're saying is, like, a really good idea in a certain sense because it solves the marketing problem. And it kind of, like, gives you a little bit of, like, dare I say, like, some WWE or something like that, you know? Like, let's make it fun. Like, everybody watch all these people. Let's celebrate all these athletes, exactly. right? Like Fall through, you like, know. We'll push the storylines mad hard on talk radio and on ESPN mm-hmm. and whatnot, so you can follow it like a soap opera. Like you mm-hmm. know, there's men and women involved, so everybody can play. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't see the downside for them to not do something like that. Like what you're talking about? Yeah, and then to like even further incentivize because I'm saying this in terms of like the in stadium experience or in arena experience. Like, if you were to make it, like, you know, you have your normal championship, respective gender championships, you know. But then you also have, like, a larger, I almost want to say, like, grand cup that happens. Almost like your all-star game. But it's just like, yo, we're actually going to take cumulative points from each, you know, franchise's teams. So it's like, if the Lakers had a phenomenal season... And the Sparks had a phenomenal season. They're eligible for, like, this, you know, champion's crown, you know, just based off the numbers. Oh, so you're trying to bring back East Coast, West yeah, Coast. Yeah, essentially. That's, that's what that sounds like. You're trying to bring back Death Row exactly, versus Exactly, exactly. Because it's like, okay, you know, your, your team, <laughs> right. like, you know, like, you know, I'm just giving this example. Like, you know, the Lakers won the championship. The Sparks didn't. Sparks actually lost to, you know, the Liberty the Lakers beat mm-hmm. the Cavs, or, you know, whatever. I'm just making throwing shit out there, you know. Lakers beat the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. when you get down to playoff right, right, right. time, that's when it turns into like that big tourney, you know, where it's just like, okay, yeah, it's all over the place. If but if you're a fan of the Lakers or you're a fan of the LA basketball franchise, you know, that encounters the Lakers and the uh, the Sparks, like you're watching both games. Right. And you're in the bar for both games, and your local affiliate is showing yeah. both games, and they're talking about the women's game during the men's game, and all exactly. that shit. Exactly, just like, bake you know it I mean? in. Like, stop having it be like this separate thing that happens in a separate gym on a separate channel. You feel me? Like, you know, right? Some 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 old separate but equal yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Really? Hey, somebody needs to tell Adam Silver and and uh, Kathy Engelbert to cut the check because I, I like that idea you know what I'm saying keeping bringing bringing everybody together again to show appreciation that still allows your professional male players to to big up champion it's it's, it's kind of like you know in, in high school you know you had the varsity team watching the JV exactly. you know what I'm saying like cheering them on and then the JV cats would, would turn around and then cheer on the varsity exactly. people or you know again even still like the, the, the guys basketball team would show up to 
all the girls' games. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and hype them up. So if you keep that same momentum, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. you. I think keep that energy. Great, you and, you, and I'm telling you, dog, you make it a whole thing because these. You've been to the arenas. Like, these places are fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And you really just spend your time either huge. in line to get some shit or take a piss or sitting down. But like, if you mm-hmm. made, like, a whole day, you know, like, almost tailgating, got the parking lot, like, you know, the outer area popping, food, games, you right. feel me? Like, if it's... Like, celebrity yeah, meet and greets, like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, if it's like, yo, drop the hot yeah. 400, but yeah. it's not just your ticket. It's, you know, you're getting inside. You're getting, you know, you're your two drinks or whatever it is like you know almost like a fucking mm-hmm. affair yeah basically just the, yeah yeah just the theater of it you know what i mean but that you have to embrace but you know you have all these different like players in the game and it's like people have different motivations so how do you get something like this to happen like can the nba just unilaterally decide to do this or they need to hire niggas like us. <laughs> they need to hire niggas just like us. Yeah. They need to hire niggas like us. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, no, no, no. Cut the check, bro. Cut the check. They hire, hire niggas like so us. So we can That's have a sure. dual, yeah. dual, you know. I don't even know what the fuck to call it. Dual yeah. division. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a dual division, mm. you know, team. Staking a team. Yeah, and what you do is then you encourage other cities to, like, have WNBA franchises. Right. Again, yeah, because I mean, a lot of cities have just lost their franchises due to just sales numbers, and and you know what I'm saying. So that's why that's why, and, and ironically, the WNBA is in a really unique position in that they have four, five, six different teams that are highly stacked with all star talent. Right? You got the Aces, Las Vegas Aces. They got three all star caliber players. You got. Uh, um, I know Liz Cambage isn't playing this year, but you got Asia Stewart, you got Kelsey Plum, even you know she's and she's injured. That's that's a big three. Uh, uh, Phoenix has uh, Diana Taurasi, um, Brittany Griner, and there's there's like a third. You know what I'm saying? Seattle's is is loaded. The late the the Sparks are loaded. Candace Parker, Nika Gunuke. Um, and then they got another guard too. I forget her name. It's, it's forgetting you. You know what I'm saying? But and like they got gotta, a lot of teams. They're loaded. And they got teams and, and players and personalities. And then the thing is, right? All you really gotta do is like I feel like you just run the seasons concurrently too. Mm-hmm. Right? So you like have the WNBA playing. And then it's kinda like Cam said, like, okay, so what if before every NBA game, there's a WNBA game? Like, no matter what the time slot is, just earlier in that arena, there's a WNBA game. Mm-hmm. So you make it, like you said, like an experience where it's like a lot of people are going to come for the whole experience. Yeah, maybe not everybody's at the WNBA game, but the players are for there. Sure. The pregame starts when for the sure. ladies come out. So mm-hmm. you have everybody is in the arena. The hype is building up. The WNBA team's about to play, and then the NBA team's about to play. You know, man. Look, give my nigga Cam and Kia a million dollars for the idea. That's all I'm saying. You know, Bruh, what I'm saying? it you was your hot take, though. <laughs> give him, give him a million dollars. You give him, give him a million dollars for the, Listen, the idea. Listen, as I'm, know? as I'm, you know, cruising through my mid thirties, I'm realizing that I'm like hungry for shit that I really liked when I was a kid. You know, I fucked around and bought some new, some mm-hmm. lanyards. Gonna fuck around and make some keychains and shit. You know, PlayStation is mm. going off. Nintendo's going off. 
And it's just like one thing mm-hmm. that I really, really cherished was that summer league experience down there at the pyramid. You feel me? Like that all day basketball affair. You feel me? Just like, yeah, we're going to be here for a hot minute. There's mm-hmm. going to be games. There's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, yeah. entertainment zones or whatever. You feel me? It's like, um, mm-hmm. right. Like come play a little shoot around yeah. game or like, uh, yeah. come like yeah. do this little, uh, sports biometrics thing or whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, must be must be nice to live in a big city and have those. Yeah, type of yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't live in a big city, but we we pretend we're a big city, so we be having some. Well, I mean, this was shit. But still, they go they go through Long there. Beach. You know? Like it was, it was like a college campus in Long Beach. But um, if they ran it like, bro, they're not coming to Ohio. If they ran it, like, <laughs> they're not coming to Ohio. But yo, if they ran it like a basketball Disneyland, two or three days out the week. You know, it'd be fire. I, th- I think that's uh, yeah, yeah. That would that would work. That would work. Right. So my next question that I got to to both of you is, what y'all think about the NBA jerseys, or or the names on the jerseys? Because again, giving props to the WNBA, like all of their women have Breonna Taylor on the jersey. There's their last name, and then underneath it's Breonna Taylor. But the NBA. Unfortunately, has only authorized what was it twenty nine social justice messages, I believe is what they called it. So there's only specific things that you can put on there. You know what I'm saying? That have been approved, right? What y'all think about the the, the names, the whole jersey situation? Well, I want to tell you off rip, and this might even be like a two for a double hot take, but I don't believe in any yeah. approved protests. <laughs> you you feel me? Like yeah. I don't believe in any yeah. <laughs> any approved fucking sign of disrest or disease. You feel me? Like nah, I, no. But on, on top of that, like I it's it's it was a miss. It was a great idea, and I and like I understand where your heart is. You know, like it's a great moment to say. You know, it's the thought that counts. But honestly, like. It doesn't, it doesn't, Bruh. like, that's just one, it's one of those weird things, like, if you're watching sports, you're going to look at the back of the jersey and expect to see a nigga's name there, and I understand that, you know, like, that's a great place to then say, nah, Black Lives Matter, or Enough, or, <laughs> you know, what's the other one, um, all these. Oh, no, 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 I've got them yeah. all here for you. Y'all, y'all want to hear them? I got them yes, all here. Yes, please go through them. Here we go. Black Lives Matter. Say oh. their names. Vote. Oh. I can't breathe. Justice. Ooh. Peace. Equality. Freedom. I like that. Enough. Power yeah. to the people. Justice oh, now. Say her name. Si se puede. I guess that's yes we can. Si se puede. Yeah. Liberation. See us. Hear us. Respect us. Love us. Listen, listen to us, stand up, ally, anti-racist, I am a man, speak up, how many more, group economics, education reform, and mentor. Those are the ones. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, bruh, the problem is, is the shit is corny, okay? High key. Like, 
as far. I, this is my hot take. I didn't even know I had a hot take, but I was mad when I was watching the games because, first of all, like, like I, I'm a nigga too, and I know how niggas do. So I watched the NBA. Don't get me wrong. It's just that, like, you know, I went through like uh, sports fatigue because I'm from Boston and the shit is stupid up here. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so. I spent, like, two years not watching the NBA that hard or paying that much attention, especially when the Celtics was in rebuilding mode, and I was just like, whatever, you know? And, yeah, mm-hmm. I watched, like, the big games or whatever. But the problem is that I don't know who some of these niggas are, and they don't have their names on their jerseys, dog, and this shit is corny. I'm, like, sitting at the... And they all have this... If you only have, like, 29 slogans, then I can't even differentiate the dudes, you know what I'm saying? That's right. And, I'm, and, and the, thing that I, the thing about the NBA is I'm not mad about the NBA for doing it because, like, the NBA is a business. And they're, like, look, as far as businesses that niggas work for that employ almost exclusively niggas, like, you could be an NBA player and make mad money. And as far as them, them leagues go, it's, like, one of the more player-dominated and black ass leagues, like you know. So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, like they I definitely support. They definitely support their athletes way better than the NFL does. I yeah, mean, the NFL or close. the MLB, which don't even have us in there no more. Hardly, we used to dominate that shit, but like, true, they don't want us there really, you know. So I'm looking at these, but it's just corny, dog. Like, first of all. It's a bad idea. I would tell him it was a bad idea from the start because niggas is going to be niggas and want some crazy shit on their jersey because I would have fucked the police. I would and also have fucked the really police. Be commissioner <laughs> that would be me as want well. to be the commissioner and sitting there? And, and I understand why they did what they did, right? Like, do you want to be the commissioner and sitting there and having to approve 693 of these niggas' slogans? Like, nah, you know, that's crazy, right? So you have your approved mm-hmm. list, but it's just a corny idea. Like, just tell me who the dudes are. Like, you could do this some other way. Like, so, give, them, so I'm, give them a spot on the, during the game where they get to talk about something. I don't know. All right, so I'm going I'm to zig a little bit where you guys at. <laughs> um, was watching the, what was that, Boston, was that Boston Philly, whatever that, no, Boston-Milwaukee game. Right, that was, that was last night, I think it was. And I yeah. thought to myself as they did the little uh, montage of, jerseys you know what i'm saying with liberation and all of that on it and then the national anthem where everybody was kneeling you know and braun had to fist up and, and all of that stuff he did the little montage and i thought to myself if i was a old white man some middle-aged white man fan of basketball don't really understand or believe that the black lives matter movement is what it is it's meaningful all of that i'm I'm a closet racist if you will Mm. would constantly seeing those messages in my face cause me to think differently now let me before i before i get you guys's input let me just say i really kind of don't care for the the their thoughts about it you know what i'm saying but i just wonder would you do you think that maybe these messages might have a legitimate impact and cause people who have power and influence to do them things differently. 
I mean, that's hard to answer for me because, I mean, look, like, you know, all three of us, like, if you think about it, like, our family's been in this country for hundreds of years and they've been fucking us over, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like... I don't know if it has an impact at all. Like, I feel like the NBA done lost the, like, real racist a long time ago. Like, yeah, the yeah, NBA, like, most of the people who watch the NBA, like, think about it. If you know a white dude and he's mad into the NBA, I think it, <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd be like, ah, I might not fuck with him, but I do talk NBA with that nigga. It's hard to listen, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll jump on the back of that. It's hard to be racist in, like, the NBA, because there are no real, like, white heroes in the NBA. No. Bro, stop disrespecting Gordon exactly. Hayward like that, bro. Exactly. Go ahead, chill out, bro. Stop, chill out. Yo, y'all ain't gonna come from my man Gordon Hayward. Nah, what's his name? Grayson <laughs> Allen? I saw Grayson <laughs> Allen out there. Like white Yo, okay? I saw Grayson Allen out there this, uh, <laughs> earlier today. I thought somebody had uh, let the ball boy sneak out on that bitch. I was like, who is <laughs> this <laughs> nigga? <laughs> Yo. Hey, hey, bro. The first, the, the first, the first day when Utah was playing, and they had Joe Ingles with the ally on the back of his, uh, on the back of his. I thought that was like the most perfect whitest shit I've <laughs> ever seen in my entire life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> and then you got head, you got headband bald Caruso wearing Black Lives Matter, you know, or his joint. Listen, like, here's the problem. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm stuck on Grayson Allen. I'm gonna go back and say like that motherfucker has endangered too many black men's checks for me to believe that's a that fact. he believes that's any black fact. life matters, yeah. nigga. Hell nah. That's a Hell that's nah. a fact. He's, he's stayed hey, in that bitch for extra two, three extra years. Hey, to I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you this, Grace. Fuck him. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Grace, <laughs> Grace and Allen probably the nigga that gave Zion those Paul Georges uh, the night of the Duke UNC game where he blew mm-hmm. the shoot. That nigga. He probably was the one that gave him the shoes. snuck in there like a fucking. He's like, I put some gunpowder yeah, in it. You like see, like a cartoon thief <laughs> with the curled mustache and top hat. That nigga snuck in there and He's switched like, out Zion's shoes with them busted joints. He's like, ha ha ha! When he triggers yeah. the mechanism, his shoes are gonna blow the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, that nigga was over there. <laughs> hey, hey, Grayson Allen definitely is Wadi Coyote. Coyote, you know what I'm saying? With the acne dynamite barrel. Yeah. I can't believe him and John yeah. Moran are on the same team. Yeah, I know. And the fact that he's getting playing time—that's the—that's the wild part. I mean, high key wild to me has been the fact that like we're talking about sports or whatever, but like we were starved, weren't we? Because I'm watching this top ten and they're still showing cricket highlights and whatnot. <laughs> hey, at least the cricket highlights and not uh, Anthony Bennett was a monster <laughs> highlights. <laughs> yo, yo, Kevin, I, yo! I caught that tweet, man. Somebody said, "Yo, prime Anthony Bennett was a monster," and it was just Anthony Bennett one game against Orlando. He had like fifteen, bro. It was all like pull up jumpers and like a turnaround <laughs> hook from the from the block. Yo, it was embarrassing, bro. They That's kept right. trying to find prime right. whoever yeah, highlights. The best you know thing what I'm about saying? His oh my goodness! Reel was like seeing a young Kyrie in the back. That was like the one highlight. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> Kyrie's a fresh oh face. man, yeah, niggas was desperate, bro. They were, hey, hey, people were, you know, niggas was so desperate for some form of like sports highlights, bro. The, it was the problem is like now you really see just how gangster the NBA really is, because it's not just sports. It wasn't just 
sports that people wanted. Like, there's something about, like, the swag fest that is the NBA. <laughs> you know, it's something about hearing Melo scream, fuck out of here, I got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it's, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it start to bubble up. Niggas want niggas want to start banging after them threes drop. You know, I'm seeing I'm seeing the fingers start to contort a little bit. You know, they're almost in midseason form. Yeah. They're almost in midseason form. Well, I mean, it's swaggy, but nigga, come on now. We was watching that game yesterday, and they weren't playing no type of defense. What was the score of that game? Like 140 to 138. <laughs> a lot to a little less. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, these niggas need at least three weeks to be in like well, game form. That's what Come I'm on, they run. You run like ten miles. You go from running like a, a marathon every <laughs> night to like not doing. That's anything. what I'm saying. Like, the bubble is gonna bring that bubble defense. Like, there's no crowd. You know, people are coming off of long stretches. Probably wasn't doing shit. You know, the defense isn't there. The offensive mindset isn't really there. People are still gunning, as you can see from that game yesterday. And earlier today, the Clippers were gunning. The Clippers broke their franchise record. No, they tied their franchise record of, like, threes and a half. And then they finished out with either breaking or tying, like, their all-time record for threes in a game. And so, that should just... Right. <laughs> which, and which TJ Warren dropped 53 today. You know Who? what I'm saying? Like, T.J. Warren for the wow. Pacers. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. T.J. Warren dropped 53 against the 76ers, bro. Like, give niggas a while, like I'm saying. Like, this is COVID shit is unprecedented. Some of these niggas got COVID and recovered. <laughs> so. Some of these niggas also went to Magic City. Speaking of, like, as well. speaking of <laughs> bubbles. Listen, mm. if Lemon Pepper Lou could be in there right now, he'd be feasting. This this is this is <laughs> oh, for sure. Lemon Pepper Lou season. This is Jamal Crawford. See if you have anybody out there who can just get buckets, mm. like this is their time to show. Mm-hmm. Like I see what Braun is doing, getting Jr. and Dion. Niggas is out there for buckets. So let me ask y'all this. So I understand that this nigga left the bubble and went to Magic City, but what was the full story on that? Like, is there any more? So Cam, you're local. Did you? Did you? Did you? You got anything? You got anything that that to to, to add? So to this? I mean, officially official, I'm going with, you know, what we know as Clipper Nation out here is, my my boy Lou had a family emergency, he went out, he took mm-hmm. care of that. On his way back to the airport slash bubble, my guy is like, hey, you know what really hasn't been popping for me, you know, lately? Some good food. Remember, we saw the plates they were slanging in the bubble. You know what I'm talking That's about? That's true. That's true. And, yeah. and yeah. on top of that, if Lou was quarantining, you know, the way he was possibly supposed to, he might have just been out here in L.A. So he probably didn't have access mm-hmm. to Magic City Wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's mm-hmm. my thing. Here, strip yeah. club wings are strip club wings. I'm not familiar. Are, That's not like our, I mean, our strip club culture doesn't. Even the strip club that I yeah have gone to had good wings. I, so, I'm gonna, I'm willing yeah, to I mean, believe it. I, I haven't had strip club wings, but I'm willing to believe the the craziest places have the bombs. Yeah, food, I, I so mm-hmm. we believe you, you never had yeah. no strip club. So wings. officially, all this nigga did. I totally believe that. And shit. the nigga has wings named after him at the place. 
the barbecue lemon pepper. That's what I'm saying. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure what y'all, what y'all selling. You know what I'm saying? With my name on it is, is, is good. Listen, in my opinion, I don't know? fault him at all for going over there to pick up the wings. It's not like he was dancing. And honestly, or I shouldn't say dancing, but you know he wasn't getting dances. He was masked up. You feel me? And honestly, if you mm-hmm. think about it, how stressful is it that you are going to go to some remote location? be away from all your family and loved ones and any kind of normalcy and you know you're in this bubble thing all this protocol yada 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 to play some fucking game yes. you're in the virtual fans how can you fault anyone for wanting something like a, a little bit of comfort food a little fucking nibble of normalcy well, this is why it don't make sense to have the NBA be playing because like alright Second, my, my second and last hot take is like, what happens when the first NBA team has to shut down their joint because of COVID? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you keep people out the bubble like these dudes? Like, you think there's not going to be like Instagram girls up in the bubble? <laughs> so, speaking of that, the I think a reporter from The Athletic said on one of their pods, like, so basically the you know, you can't have in the bubble as a player, you can't have like family or friends, but what you can have is like a personal trainer or like a massage therapist. You know what I'm saying? Come to the bubble to um, provide a service. Mm. Um, so allegedly, there have been a nice number of highly attractive massage therapists <laughs> um, show up to the bubble in wow, recent wow, days. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, wow, I mean, yeah, man. But 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 I mean, are we really surprised? No, but it makes sense though, and that's what I'm saying. Like, who in their right mind thought this was a good idea? Because like somebody getting COVID out here, like you see what's happening in the MLB. The MLB though, like, I want to just put that out there. The MLB is yeah. not taking nearly the same amount of precaution. Bruh, Very that's not so. even true. Baseball ain't even the type of game where you all up in a nigga's face like that, bro. But don't these niggas have baseball? These niggas just anywhere? like sit out there in left field and shit. Don't huh? these niggas just have like carte blanche to go anywhere they want? But they travel. Yo, from what I'm, baseball is not doing the same amount of distancing as NBA. But baseball is not like a full contact sport like that. There's not but, that many people on the field that compete against each other. You know but all I'm saying, saying your, is, yeah. No, but all I'm really trying to say is that, like, yes, you're right. They're not taking the same precautions that the NBA is taking, and I think the NBA is doing a good job considering. However, I just want to know what the plan is because, like, once it only takes like one person to get COVID for these niggas all to have COVID. Because remember, they was killing Rudy Gobert when he had it. Mm-hmm. And then they said he was low-key joking around before everybody thought COVID was serious, touching everything, sneezing on everything. They killed this nigga Rudy Gobert. You know what I'm saying? Them first them first few reports that came out as right. soon as he got it. So, And, like, you know, you got, like, a situation, like you said, where there's, like, massage therapists, quote-unquote, coming in and out, like... I don't know. It just it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. 
I hope they got a hell of an insurance policy. Yeah, that's true. You signed that NDA saying that you can't sue us for it. You know what I mean? Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing you can do about that. Anybody on y'all's team opt out? No. I don't. My whole team? Yeah. A lot of our players aren't there. Uh, Trez, Lou. But. Yeah, the Blazers just got that high-end dub against the Grizz the other day. You know, Melo out here looking young and spry. <laughs> um, so, no, no, no. I ain't got no complaints about, uh, about, about my squad. So, But it, 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 it is good. I think we can both all, like, agree that it is good to have basketball back. It's good to have sports back. It's good to, like, kind of look forward to something at night other than whatever it was everybody was kind of doing pre-sports you know like like there's there's a legitimate event that's happening at days night. have meaning you know now. every night yeah. yeah yeah i'm just trying to enjoy it without being all doom and gloom about it you know yeah true because part well, of me, i mean part of me ahead. feels like you're going, you're going no go ahead no no i was gonna say part of me feels like I'm happy to watch this shit. Like, I love this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, part of, like, the year for me. Like, sports is just, like, something that's always been there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, in some way, shape, or form. Always something to watch. And, like, you see, like, people who you, like, admire or whatever. And, like, do, do amazing things. But then part of me is, like, man... I'm so greedy. Like, I want these people to, like, risk their lives to, like, provide me entertainment, you know? And it's interesting how seeing it play out where I'm, like, these people who are, like, the pinnacle of, like, physical excellence probably should be not subjected. They should they should pay them, and they should make them stay home, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, these billionaires forcing them to go back to work. But then at the other hand, I'm, like, well, it's billionaires versus millionaires. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't. I, I just feel real mixed about it. It's weird. I think that makes sense. No, no, no. I, I get that. That makes sense. You know, uh, my entertainment versus the betterment of people. You know what I'm saying? The, the country as a whole and, and all of that. I, I think I, I think that makes sense. But even I'm not even trying to say like these dudes are the problem. If the NBA is not the problem, it's not. It's not what's gonna like make or break it for like the country or whatever but what I'm saying is like I feel like at a certain point we're witnessing like dudes who have billions of dollars like basically tell these dudes like we need you to go out there and play and while we could set this shit up where you didn't have to play and you still got paid we're not gonna do that we need our money so y'all niggas get out there and play. It just makes me feel a way. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the entire country is getting hit with the get down or lay down. You're right. So, <laughs> so unfortunately. You're right. I went, I went a little yeah. deep with that one. You're right. I'm Come sorry. Come on, dog. We're supposed to be watching the sports to get away from the, that crippling fact. <laughs> I'm back. I was underwater. I'm back. I'm back. So, so. <laughs> My oxygen meter is depleted. <laughs> so, so do you feel like, so, so outside of sports. Right? Do you feel like Netflix's acquisition of the old UPN shows 
and those coming out over the course of the next three months is a better fit to kind of keep you give you something to look forward to uh i mean like i said you know i'd be chasing that that nostalgia so i'm definitely down to watch girlfriends half and half you know big plug big plug (laughs) you know um all them shits is, is on my radar but again it's just like we don't really have a lot of classic black shows in rotation outside of like your martins and your fresh princes um so i'm happy to see shit more like that i grew up on i mean i grew up on martin and fresh prince as well but you know uh what was it they're doing girlfriends half and half uh moesha one-on-one, one-on-one yeah Moesha, the, Parkers, the Parkers the, the game, game like the OG ones not the ones was the Parenthood on that joint? no Parenthood's no parent, no matter of fact Parenthood's on Stars right now oh. you can get on the Stars app and watch Parenthood I've been watching that Parenthood's still fun um I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for uh Netflix also's got a set of movies as well coming um Prison Song is supposed to be out today um, that's a little Q-tip joint that was like mad depressing. Well, opinion. you know what I didn't know? Uh, they had that Azalea Banks one that the RZA produced or directed. Which one? Okay, you do you remember the dust-up Azalea Banks had about a couple years ago? Yeah. Russell Crowe. With Russell Crowe. was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was, yeah, that, yeah. I, I think that was like that. on a mm-hmm. PR run or if you just had any question as to why... Azalea Banks and RZA are kicking it in like the Hollywood Hills or whatever. They had just recently done a movie, and the movie was like you know things called like Life Beats and Rhyme, something like that. But I believe Russ, uh, RZA was the director. Oh, uh, Azalea was the starlet. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that this was the case. <laughs> I do remember the dust up with Russell Crowe where Azalea was like. He spit on her. Yeah, or something like well, that? according to Azalea, you know, he spat on her and called her a nigger. Don't know. Uh, I mean, and the RZA, but the RZA came out and said, Ow. or semi corroborated the the narrative that she was being mad inappropriate at the party. Or something yeah, like that. which I also don't doubt. I don't like. Here's the thing: two wrongs don't make a right, but they do make a don't give a fuck. So. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, you know, like you probably did get spat on and call it the N word, but you probably were also being so out of control that a nigga thought the best way to cut you was to spit on you and call you an N word. Like I don't think anyone was safe or not in the wrong here. I feel like, you know. Russell Crowe's like Australian or some shit. Yeah, I mean, all right. So I'll put my cape on for a second, I guess, and say, like, there's no situation where I feel like you can spit on somebody and call somebody a nigger as a white person where I'm ever going to be cool with you. And I kind of see the RZA, and I'm, like, a little bit side-eyed at him. But then at the same time, I could see how this chick came up in the spot and was acting mad wow. And you got these white people who, like, yeah, you know they white people. You know they fucked up, but you got to deal with them because it's the movie industry. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? 
So we having dinner at Russell Crowe's house, and you need not to be like shitting on the furniture. Exactly. Right? <laughs> the fuck, you know what I mean? Cause I'm telling you, like I don't know, like them old English type niggas, like feel like nigger is like just something that they say, <laughs> like not to excuse it, but like Russell Crowe definitely yelled nigger, and he definitely yelled nigger with the yeah. hard er cap two. They're hard ring They're hard ring But they don't have other slurs. I feel like they also just don't have access to other more creative slurs. Like you know, it probably stopped at at the hard R. They're not. They're not hitting you with like jigs yeah. and porch monkey and things like that. Well, that oh, that's a plus racism. Like that is. I, I, I can't even be mad if you call me a jigaboo. I'm just gonna be like, mm, that's mm, pretty pretty good. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, here's the thing, though. I mean, I guess my closing thought on that is really just like, I don't even want to be this way, but. I've been this nigga in a situation where, like, I should have said something, and then, like, some black woman was getting, like, disrespected by, like, some white man or some black man or whatever the fuck, like, you know? I've been that mm-hmm. nigga in my life who didn't say nothing, and I do have the side-eye emoji at the RZA for being that nigga in that situation if that's really what went down. However... Azalea Banks been out here wilding since the fucking creation, bro. (laughs) So I just like I'm just I I find it hard to like you know what I mean. Like I I, I'm full I'm fully with you, my my nigga. I'm fully with you. Yeah, you need to be sticking up for black women out here. She been wilding since the Black Star Line came in, bro. Like she, (laughs) it's hard. Like dog, you be out here. You dabble in these waters, like you dabble in the waters where. You you use slurs, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you out here doing that shit. Very like, much. Like you cannot so. be. Yeah, not she, to she mention. Not to mention, you cast their whole voodoo spells on something. My people from Georgia died. We know about casting Russo Thor, Russo yeah. people, and all types of shit, and putting hexes on people. You got a fucking closet full of chicken bones. Like I hate to be real nigga about this, but like that's real suspect that I even heard about that and that you tried to laugh I'm it off. Singing, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, doggy. It, the thing is, it's like I can't be upset when you also when these are the rules that you play by. You cannot be out here mad that somebody called you a slur when you be slurpy on your IG live. Yeah. <laughs> you be real slurpy yeah. on your IG yeah. live. Let's cut yeah. the like cut the shit. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, I really just, maybe it's just where I am in my life and just not having been in some of these circles, but white dude, like, just call any black woman in my presence a nigga like that, like, I am probably going to have to fight. Or at least tell if, you the if, best if, is if, highly if nigga, inappropriate. If nigga flies, if nigga flies with any white dude, in my circle. I don't care if it's around a bunch of black dudes and all the niggas in there say, hey, nah, he cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? We grew up together, whatever, whatever. I still have to check you. I may not swing on you, but I still have to press you and say, hey, bro, you got to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Russell Crowe damn sure said nigger to Zelia Banks. There's yeah. nothing, no, no one. Yeah, when I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing if it happened. I'm, what I'm arguing... Yeah, Russell Crowe look yeah. racist enough to say that shit. I what, see I'm, what I'm arguing I is... I see his movies. I like his movies. What I'm arguing Damn. is, should you 
and I'm and and I agree. In in most cases, you know what I'm saying. You need to do something. But when two bigots are arguing, <laughs> it's like dog. Y'all both bigots. This is this is what you this is what you believe in right here. Yeah, fucking sunflower savings and loans or whatever. She like she just disappoints me every day because she kind of has some talent and I was happy to root for somebody like her and it's just like every time I turn around it's like why why are you doing this Look, I'm telling you it's like it's like the ultimate test in in, in forgiveness and and unconditional support and all that stuff maybe that's what it is a gigantic mindfuck and Azalea is doing to her supporters what black men are doing to black women this nigga third eye is open this nigga third eye is all the way open Azalea is like look you're supposed to you have this loyalty to me I'm a black woman but I'm gonna just be on fuck shit all the time that sounds real familiar where have I heard that before <laughs> Demi Lovato. Mm. Nah, mm. but um, he said Demi Lovato. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! But um, Jay, but Jay, I did want to ask you though before we before we lose sight of it. Um, I wanted to know what your take on the Netflix going black shit was. Man, I I I I think it's good, right? I I do like the fact that these sets of shows have a space now to continually watch right outside of like buying them on iTunes you know because you can still I, sh- I don't even think you can you can find girlfriends I don't think I've seen the Parkers or anything like that um, this is essentially what I thought BT Plus was going to be right mm. you know what I mean like again black entertainment television I'm going to take all of the old black sitcoms put them here let y'all just continually rewatch this stuff. We'll put out some new content, whatever, whatever. So the fact that Netflix in this climate could still take, or not necessarily take, but acquire these old UPN shows that I think a lot of us kind of thought were just lost to the world, right? You know, um, now I know there's the local like Clio TV channel that you can kind of get that shows like Girlfriends. Moesha every now and again will pop up on like. BET or MTV2 for like a weekend mm-hmm. um, but like half and half first three seasons of the game one on one like you know those seasons I, I, you know I actually forgot one on one was a thing you know what I mean um, I mean come on I think it's good I, 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 I yeah I, I do li- I do like that the UPN shows are coming back is it a little bit like of pandering absolutely I, I, you know I was gonna saying? say I feel like there's a button here like a hard button yeah no no no, no, no. I mean but but again uh, uh, promoting black stories uh, black stories matter black a lot you know what I'm saying like all these companies are doing this now it it and and I just kind of wonder how genuine is it you know what I mean because if you don't do it now we kind of can put some things in motion and cancel you or or move our support elsewhere right um so all in all i think it's good yes will i tune into moesha no i'm not going to tune into the game never liked it sister sister eh, didn't really care for it girlfriends i thought was great 
um, I will watch that. The Parkers, I thought was funny. I probably will check that out. Half and half was fairly decent, even though my man's uh, who was in there had the spray painted hairline. He had the Carlos uh, beard, which I always thought was weird. weird. Yeah, bruh, I forget what I, buddy name was. Yeah, he, 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 he smooth he, had the Carlos beard. Yeah, he was like Matt Buff, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like the lone black guy that like was cool with like both of the uh, the, the the girls or whatever. One on one, I I really don't know if I want to watch that because. I, I, from what I remember, I don't remember that legitimately being good. It just was on TV, and you watched it and you supported it because there was really nothing else. Um, so, so, so another I question guess I'm for. All right, I mean, I feel like the real thing I wanted to get to was like, sort of what you mentioned. Like, what do you feel? Because I know we sort of talked about this in the party, and I gave my take because I, you know, I'll give my take, like you know, I will. But I was curious, like, what do you feel about all like the pandering from all these companies to black people right now? Both of y'all. I, I, I think, I think, I think, I think it's necessary from these companies again because they have to continue to to, to get our resources right. They, they need our spending money. Um, they, they need our dollar. I also think that black people just take whatever they can give. You know what I'm saying? They just take whatever they can give. Now, that whole conversation, I think, is a deeper, darker one that I don't think we're really about to tackle yeah, 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 yeah. 58 minutes into the into this, into this podcast. You know what I'm saying? But I, I get it. I, I recognize it, but I get it, and shit if it can give me a little bit of entertainment hey I'll, I'll i'll support it as well um but what i would like to see and i don't necessarily have the answer right now in terms of like what genuinely means uh what genuinely gives me reason to believe that you're not pandering i know Netflix said that it was giving 500 million dollars to black banks and new stories and all that stuff and i think that stuff's great so i'm, I'm holding my breath to see what comes of that but I, I I get it. I'm a little indifferent, man. I don't know how you feel, Cam. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's not even pandering to me. I feel like it's just smart business. And in all honesty, um, you know, people know about the black dollar. People know about um, the black creativity. And even on some cynical shit, it is just making money off of black people again like they always have. But, I mean, if you look at social media, if you look at the way things are are popularized how things get uh you know clout around here it's not the white kids dancing <laughs> to to these songs you know what i mean it eventually gets the to truth. them yeah. you know what i mean but at that point it's already a solidified hit and that didn't come from them they stole it and that's how you know it's good because <laughs> mm-hmm. they stole it so, so you know yeah. um yeah i feel like if i'm netflix or if i'm any kind of content provider i'm looking at it like you know what? If I'm really hitting the streets, if I'm doing my homework, niggas have been bitching about girlfriends since Tracy Ellis had her resurgence, you know? Like, niggas have been wondering where That's the true. fuck girlfriends... Tracy Ellis is now household. You know what I'm saying? She's household now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people mm-hmm. have been wondering for a yeah. while why I can't just turn on girlfriend. You know, the, the, the stamp. The Tracy Ellis stamp is girlfriends. That's hers. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I love... 
her presence on my Instagram. Yeah, she's, she's still, still foying. We, yeah, we all agree there. But what I'm, but what I'm yeah. really trying to say yeah. is like, you know, she'll always be foying. <laughs> you know, if we really want to get into the Tracy Ellis brag, bring back Lyricist Lounge. Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay, okay. Ooh. but Ooh. Ooh. but wow. we're not gonna go there. Yeah, yeah. not gonna go there. Wow. You definitely pulled out the B side. Fucking move, that yo. Yeah. That's a, that yo. That is a crazy B side. Let's talk about that one time because that's a hype idea. But anyway, that's another. That's another time. That's another time that we come back. But um, yeah. If you think about it, I do wonder if these shows are still going to be as good. As yes, because they're not. Because my initial thought with like Moesha, I, I never fucked with Moesha because Moesha was always super heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like it was mad serious, you know, like unnecessarily in my Moesha opinion. was definitely you know a nineties sitcom in the fact that they tried to balance like being funny with some you know, somebody you know, someone got shot episode type shit. But Yeah. What you kinda are missing here because I haven't heard you bring this up, either of you, is uh, there's a whole generation of kids who kind of remember this, who Moesha is their, uh, you know, their girlfriends in a sense, or, uh, you know, one-on-one or whatever, what have you, is there the way that we look fondly upon, you know, uh, Martin and Fresh Pence and all that shit. You know, there's a generation of people. Yeah, the way that white kids look at Punky Brewster. Bruh. Bro, what Michael Jordan say? Fuck them kids, bro. I don't care what they think. Yeah, you bro. don't care because you was <laughs> already. But I'm saying, like, you, you know, what I'm saying, like, you, yeah, you kind of hitting it from like an almost like a old head approach. But it's like even as a even as True. an old head, you guys see that the money isn't even in your hands no more. Like you out the demographic. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? We don't matter. We, yeah. we don't matter. It's like yeah, we don't. It don't matter what we think at yeah. this point. Like as far as media goes, because like once you get to like. 35 to like 40 once you start getting into that demographic like they're no longer spending any dollars towards you that's true like yeah, that's true. they don't give a fuck about you you have some niche yeah. shit that you yeah, might you know, pick you up know like, who's you really know spending I mean? like Freddie Gibbs dropped a new album or some you shit you know who's spending <laughs> advertising dollars once you hit that age uh, pharmaceutical companies, insurance yeah. companies, yeah. <laughs> fucking right. more every at your house. You, you feel know. me? Like, yeah. The yeah. yeah. lawsuit niggas. You know like, you what I'm saying? Motherfucker, yeah. I know you got some money. Yeah. Get out your head. <laughs> like, the, the real, yeah. the real That's unscrupulous right. niggas start hitting up other people for money. But uh, <laughs> and I wrote some shit about this. It's mad interesting how quickly, like. Because it was kind of like a raw realization for me. And it happened, like, you know, pretty early, like, in my early 30s when I was, like, trying to tell some kids about hip-hop. And I was, like, listen to my old man Ash trying to school these kids on, like, what real hip-hop is. I was, like, nobody... <laughs> I was, like, this industry does not care about me anymore. I was, like, I sound like my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. On the lowest of keys, they do care about you because you're the one that has the money to buy a fifty dollars sweatshirt on a whim and shit. You're the nigga that that's going to actually spend the money to do it. The young kids are just going to find a bootleg way to. Yeah, to I agree. You. In the high end luxury angle of niggas who have money and can like pursue childhood type like you said earlier like like for instance i read mad comics now you know what i mean 
I'd be spending, I'd just be going to the comic store and spending money. But I remember when I was the age where I really wanted to read a lot of comics. I didn't have sixty dollars to go spend at the comic store every month. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> so, like yeah, on the high end of it, like yeah, we we like our collectibles. Like we might put down fifty dollars for the new re-release of the Operation Doomsday on vinyl or whatever, but. They're not trying to sell, like, mass records to us. Like, they don't care about us, you know? No. That is true. As a... I, I, I have become a vinyl collector myself, so, like, I do <laughs> find myself... Oh, no, no, I got to get all these vinyls from, you know, albums that I just really loved when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Like... Right. Yeah, but, but previously, you know, I, I never had the income for it, so... Um, yeah, did you... Did you have a rap career? Did I have a rap career? I feel like every nigga who I know has a point where, like, they rapped. Yeah, you got me. I had one. <laughs> I, 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 had, I had a notebook, too, back in, like, 2012 when I was living in Atlanta. I thought Did you have a rap that, name? I thought about I'm never going to say that fact. That you're, you're the, <laughs> yeah, you're like three my nigga I was off that real shit I was uh, I was Cammy Digital I was uh, okay. Dwayne Rapwell and okay you okay. know you know okay. hey okay okay and uh mm-hmm. yeah I, I, yo I had a I had an alter ego called Always Spitzwell you don't talk about that you don't talk about that the same type of well yeah yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. And at before that. he even got popping, I was Luke Cage. Took it back. The bulletproof hero of Harlem. Yo, okay. I gotta ask y'all though, since we we this far into the podcast and all that. What happened with this fucking Yahiri shit? Somebody explain this shit to me. Cam, you want to explain it, bro? Because I watched the episode. See, you've got more info because I've only seen uh, multiple angles and fidelities, like video qualities of the same video where he just kind of jumps on. A, Wait, so this was, but uh, so this was so, in the episode. This was in the episode. During this, is, this is in episode. So like the video. So the video that's been circulating is essentially the very, very end of the episode. Okay. Right? And I don't think, and I don't think, Cam, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think this video that started was leaked by the marriage bootcamp people. I think somebody somewhere, like, leaked it, but it wasn't done from a promo okay. standpoint. I don't know about that. From, from I... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't remember where I originally saw this I, video. Yeah. But from the all beginning, right. all you see is them sitting on the couch to hear yelling about something and Vado gets up and hits her with the smooth chokehold. You know what I'm saying? Now, it wasn't the hyper-aggressive chokehold because... It, Wait, it, how like is you can look at it. not hyper-aggressive? Hold on, hold on. Let me, <laughs> no, let me no, okay, no, no, no. Because no, no. I noticed this as well. Yeah, go ahead. And I was like, damn, he, got, he had to jump on her and everything. He had leverage. You know, she was sitting down, he's standing up, two hands, all that good shit. How did he not you know, give this girl a worse time. And I peeped. Mm. And Tahiri had the ill she hit the tuck she tucked her chin. Tahiri knows how to fight. 
Okay. Here he knows how to fight because you don't sure. tuck your chin on some for sure. G get G Williker shit. You know what I'm saying? And they try to choke you, and you you protect from the chin. You hit that tick. You know you tuck you tuck your shit, and he got he got nothing. He's like he's like trying to choke like chest. So she. So maybe that's what I'm saying. Not hyper yeah. aggressive because like they easily kind of got bottled. He didn't have a grit. She. You know what I'm saying? The fast thinking, quick yeah. reflexes. My girl Tahiri might want to consider the amateur MMA circuit. I don't know, but no, 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 no. What we can't do? Wait, 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 wait! Y'all are missing a lot of backstory with this. So on the episode, this whole thing started because they did some exercise where they had like a shock wristband. So each partner that when when your partner did something that was on these list of like three things that the partner like hates that you do that that prevents the relationship from being fruitful, you hit the shock collar. You hit the little shock joint and it zaps them. You know what I'm saying, right? And at the end of the exercise, everyone was going to try to question, was going to answer, hey, do you know why you were getting zapped? Like, what was it that you were doing that was causing you to get zapped from your partner's eyes? Right? Mm-hmm. So the whole time leading up to that, Vada was zapping Tahiri for whatever she was doing. I forget what it was. I think it had to do with, like, rolling her eyes or, like, popping off at the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff that kind of Tahiri's known for. Um, you know what I'm saying? So midway through, like he's he's zapping her or whatever, she gets mad, fed up, gets up, is yelling, whatever, whatever, takes the joint off. Bruh, you zapping me for no reason. Woo, this, that, and the third, pop it at the mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's the one clip that was circulating. Hey, time is money, you don't pay my bills. Yada yada yada. You know, so after that, they end up in this other little central room or whatever. And the other couples are like to hear you, like, yo, you kinda need to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, he trying to work this thing with you, whatever, whatever. You know, everybody else is in here, like, participating in this exercise. You got to trust this process in this. And she just popping, woo, this, that, and third, yada, yada, yada. Then she gets up, grabs two apples, throws it at this nigga's face, damn near in point-blank range, right? Boom, boom, yak, yak, right? Physical violence initially starts from Tahiri. You know what I'm saying? Immediately mm. after that little scene cuts, you know, they get the call from whoever hosts the joint. Hey, everybody come down to the couch, whatever, whatever. We're going to talk about today's exercise. You know what I'm saying? They go around the room, ask everybody. Then they get to Vado and Tahiri. Hey, yo, do you know what like what was going on with y'all? You know what you was doing, whatever, whatever. And then Tahiri's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he makes me... He wants me to be this type of person. He wants me to do this, whatever, whatever. And Vado was like, you want me? What? Yeah, gets up, boom, two hands on the neck. You know what I'm saying? So that is the full clip. It ended, you know what I'm saying? The episode, of course, ended right after that. Um, I think all three of us can agree in no way, shape, or form are we excusing what Vado did. But I do believe that if you guys are going to hold Vado to the fire for putting his hands on Tahiri, you got to hold Tahiri to the fire for throwing and putting his hands, her hands. You know what I'm saying? For throwing and being physical with Vado. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my that's my thing. Here's my thing. I've always wondered this. I've always wondered this. If we're going to be real about it. Violence is wrong. Period. Period. You know, you can, if you, if you get Mm -hmm. your eye dotted up, by a woman you can press charges 
vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a law thing. It's not a morality mm-hmm. thing. Although the law might hit you a little mm-hmm. harder if you're on the other side of it, but in essence, it's because it's against mm-hmm. the law, not because it's like immoral to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always wondered: is there, you know, like, let's say you're walking, and I'm not even trying to make up a scenario where it's okay to hit somebody else, hit them back. But is there any merit? Is there any, you know, uh? What's the point of not hitting someone? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you get hit in the face, you're just going to stand there and just keep getting hit in the face, hit in the face, hit in the face, hit in the face, and then call the cops while you're getting hit in the face, hit in the face. Is there no retaliation? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we figure it's okay to just get beat on and then, you know, like, because if you hit someone back, it's self-defense. And I'm saying, like, in Vado's case, that was not self-defense. Yeah, I mean, look, violence is wrong, but also people are people, and people lose their yeah. tempers. And right, you can legitimately see if you watch the whole thing. You can, like since the point in which my man's got the apples thrown in him, you can legitimately see him on the couch, like increasingly get pissed and snap. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm watching it, like oh, I see him snapping. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he played off, hey, bro, you threw this, this shit in my face, cool, whatever, you know. But then as she gets to talking on the couch as to, like, what's going on between them two, you, like, you just see him snap, like, you saying what? And on top of that, you threw this shit in my face? Oh, cool, bet, I'm going to count. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> again, well, me, not yeah. saying that that's okay. Well, but. for me, especially not having tried, not having watched the clip, but either way, like, I just don't, I'm not interested in, like, I, like justifying his actions, like, whatever, like, if we're talking about violence, like you said, it's just wrong in, like, whatever sense, in every sense, you know? And mm-hmm. so, she does it, it's wrong, he does it, it's wrong, like, that's true. So, what happened, happened, like, I'm way more interested in this particular instance of whether it's, like, a pattern type of thing, you know? If it's a pattern type of thing, then... Well, okay. Let me back up. It needs to be addressed either way. Like, choking somebody out, you probably should, like, you know, try to address that issue, like, get some therapy, like, whatever the fuck it is that people do. To, you know what I mean? But, like, are you running around choking women, or did you just, like, lose your temper and do some shit that was wrong? Okay. Like, people do some shit that was wrong, like... But also with these reality shows, like, how much of this shit is scripted and shit, you know? Do you want to be scripted as an look, abuser, though? <laughs> like, that's the thing. I, I mean, no, do you want to be scripted as the nigga who, who choke? Like, you're already low-key like a... a all money is rapper. good money, son. That's like, not, not true. Like, okay, so if they script a potential rape, like, they, you know, behind closed doors, you say you didn't, she says you did... You know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line as far as selling your character, I suppose? You're not making that much. I mean, we keep everything reciprocal. So, like, so like, all right, but we've seen these reality shows do this type of crazy shit before, first of all. True. You know what I mean? And secondly, I don't know, like, it's not like anything really happens to these dudes, like, 
it'll blow over or whatever it is. Like, you know what I mean? But I think, right? I mean, like, are they going to stop know, the, the show? The unfortunate part about this is Vado's not even the wild nigga on the show. It's corrupt. Corrupt is on that joint. <laughs> Drunk as fuck. Wanna... All the time. Wild, you like you gotta you gotta you gotta go on demand and watch first episode and corrupt. Oh, I think it's like first or second episode, bro. Corrupt is on that joint and he just does a wild rant. Like, no, I'm not out here fucking all these girls. I love my dick. I'm older. I know what I should be putting my dick in, and I'm not putting it in everything. I'm putting it in something. You but you you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, corrupt is out there. Too corrupt deep. has been. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was trying to uh, interrupt you and say, so my bad. But uh, have, did we not all grow up on Corrupt? We Do did. Do you have any doubt in your mind that that's a wild I'm from the east-ass coast, bruh. I'm from the east-ass coast, and I grew up on Corrupt, but it's because I was a hip-hop head. It's not because I would have grew up on Corrupt otherwise. Hey, man, I'm not know? asking how you got to like, the party as long as, long as you're here. What I'm trying to say... <laughs> nah, but nigga, what I'm trying to say is it's not ingrained in me. The love for that shit is not ingrained in oh. me like it is in you. Like, I have other fucking shit. You know? saying, if you listen to Corrupt, yeah. you know what Corrupt rapping, you should already assume that that nigga is a wild nigga. <laughs> like, in, in person, in... In his regular ass life. Well, I mean, your West Coast and Mid Coast privileges like tell you so, and I, I, I do agree with you that listening to Corrupt raps, he sounds like a wild ass dude. But like, what is he doing on the show? Him and his girl going through it. You know what I'm saying? She don't like his drinking problem. He don't like that she yell all the time. You know, just the the, the show. The show it's is complete mess. nonsense. It's just it's messy, me. right? You know what I'm saying? It's 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 legit. What is it again? Because I like I like it's, mess. It sucks. It's it's marriage boot camp hip hop edition. I Locked think that's in. What it's, called. it's on Wee TV. It's called it's on Wee TV. You could get some laughs. Catching on the like, like go on demand. Fast forward through some of the like the BS parts. You know what I'm saying? There are some some funny moments. You know what I'm saying? Watching basically old hip hop. Um, you know, just just be wild boys. All right. I mean, go circling back to the Tahiri Vado thing. You know, the clip that circulated and even Vado's apology, like, hey, bruh, like. Nobody was really hurt though, or whatever nobody he said. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, think he, I think it was nobody was hit. Yeah, no, yeah, he said nobody. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He well, said nobody was hit though. Have said, the nigga probably shouldn't have said nothing. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. And it. Because uh, Joe was abusive too. It's bad. I'm not trying to even go there, but that's that's what the nigga was doing. Here's my, here's my real mm-hmm. question, because I think it scripted or not, people got hit or not. Um, I think it raises a better question that we have to really ask ourselves as people who understand that men are trash and understand that if you want to rebel against that, you have to do outstanding things such as possibly punch Vado in the back of the head when he appears to have two of his hands around a woman's neck. And so I'm asking, oh, I'm asking Jesus. you, I'm asking you. All right. Yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little earlier, you know, side-eyeing at the very least someone calling a black woman a nigger. We've got a whole male, whole man 
putting, you know, two hands around a woman's neck here, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the protocol now that we understand? Yeah, it's bullshit, though. You know, because everybody there was pro. Everybody there didn't do shit. The only dude who popped up was the host, I think, and kind of gently pulled him off. True. True. But we want... We live in this time where we want every single instance to represent something on a greater level, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're consuming this celebrity culture. Like, for instance, I was, like, you know, uh, I'll go only halfway underwater, but the fucking bird watcher dude, right? That dude who got ran up on by that, that chick with her dog when he was bird watching? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that was New yeah, York, right? Right. Yeah. So the story with that nigga is that nigga didn't want to post the video in the first place. And his sister posted it, right? Mm-hmm. And now New York is trying to press charges against the lady. And the dude basically was like, I don't want to be involved in this. Like, yeah, like what she did was fucked up, but I'm not trying to. Like, she lost her job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like an individual nigga. And that's just how he feels about that shit, right? Like, but we live in this time, we want, like, every single, like, news story to, like, represent, like, what people should do in general, or whatever, you know? It's like, we want everything to be, like, the archetype of, like, what niggas should do, but they can never live up to it. So, I don't know, like, if I was that dude, I would just say nothing, because, (laughs) like... It would blow over quicker if you don't say anything. But niggas always have to double down on being ignorant, so. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, that's true. But, you know, you, you, do you yoga nigga up? How do you, do you just sit there and let him wreak havoc? I mean, in, it like. <sighs> but also, but also, you, you know, you got to remember, a, a lot of us kind of grew up in the manner of not only like mind your business but you know other people's issues or problems you see two people like yelling in the middle of the street you don't know what they're yelling about you know what i'm saying now granted again that's that's like like this situation we kind of knew what it is you know but you're kind of trained like hey if you see if you if you see two dudes fighting in the street you're not necessarily fit to naturally pull the first dude off of, of him because you don't know what he got in his hand. You don't know what his initial reaction is going to be. You know what I'm saying? So psychologically, a lot of us are already pre-trained not to react in those situations. You know, again, that's not saying that that means that we don't support or believe in saving black women by any means. You know what I'm saying? I, I just think that like subconsciously, like a lot of us, especially when we talk about two people in a relationship, and you viewing a different another relationship to be like, hey, whoa, I'm not really gonna get into their business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause, yeah, you know. Again, that's not saying that's not saying again. That's not saying that Vado was right. And, no, but and, no, and, I, and everybody I, else was was wrong for not. I'm not that. even taking it that way, bro. But I, but I'm even gonna go further and to say like, even if even if we was, even if we was the type of niggas who was conditioned to not stand up for black women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even that, like, taking taking accountability for that being the case, it doesn't mean it's your fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we was all raised in the society. Like, I was equally, like, he was talking about that shit earlier. Like, I was equally raised on Tracy Chapman. Like, last night I heard the screaming, like, talking about, like, domestic violence. You know what I mean? And equally that and, like, you know, 
rolling down the street in my 6'4". Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I didn't stand up in a certain time in my life for a black woman, I have to, I have to own that shit. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I have, to, I have to try to make it better in the future. But mm-hmm. what I really can't do is look at other niggas and be like, damn, I haven't been that nigga. Like, we got to do better. But it's really complicated because like I, cause sometimes you don't know the whole story. <laughs> I agree. And that's just ultimately what I'm trying to say is I think all of this is still really complicated on the onset from what we were able to be, what we were shown. Because we do understand that these things are edited highly. You know what I'm saying? What we were shown says that, hey, more people should have just got up and gotten vital off of But I also thought that was the job of security. But at the same time, one time, a girl who I knew punched me in the eye. And... Now, a lot of niggas get punched in the eye, and they probably deserve it. And probably, I deserve to be punched in the eye at some point in my life. However, at this particular point, I did not deserve to be punched in the eye. She had vomited all over my bed, and I was just trying to get her to move a little bit so she could clean up the vomit. Just a little bit. Just a a couple inches over, right? Wow. And she rose up on me, and she punched me in my motherfucking eye. She punched me in the eye. And all I know is that at that moment, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just got punched in the eye, and, like, my instinct is to react to this shit. Now, I didn't do anything. Like, I was I was cool about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's drunk. She punched me in the eye. I took a lot of deep breaths. But I could picture being the type of nigga who, <laughs> like, you know, didn't have that life experience. Just For saying. Sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know. It's, it's real iffy, real complicated, man. It's, uh... Yeah. Everybody get help. Everybody get help, man. Tackle your demons. That's, that's Go to therapy. That's a fact. Yeah. That nigga was at therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that's what they were there doing. Hey, this nigga Cab said, yo, that was a whack-ass therapy, bro. If you uh, in the midst of your therapy session, choke out your partner. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what, are you, what are you talking about? That's a, what are you talking about? That's what the fuck they was. Marriage boot camp? <laughs> That's what yeah, they were there for. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. <sighs> when you Man. put it that way. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You gotta be jumping on niggas. What the You're fuck? Right. I take back everything. Man, this nigga wild, bro. Like you on national TV, bro. You on national TV, and you just said you didn't say fuck it. I'm ready to go to county. You said fuck it. I'm ready for like my career to be over. You know it's what I'm so saying, stupid, bro? You... dog. It's crazy. It's like nigga, mm. how? That's why. That's why I had to question. Like, is this scripted or is this nigga that dumb? Both. Yeah, I'm going He's with both, dumb bro. enough to do I'm it, and he's dumb enough to pretend to have done it. Hey, bro, how many yeah. zeros was in that chat? How many zero, how many zeros was in that chat? To do not, not that, that many zeros, probably. Yo, yo, oh wow! But but you but, but for like okay. sixty racks. TV is but real talk. But real talk. The less zeros that were in that check, the less that nigga could afford to lose that check. 
You said my nigga did that shit for a Toyota <laughs> Camry. Camry. He did, he did it for a Corolla. He did that shit for the Corolla, base model Corolla. Bro, A to Yikes. B. A to B. <laughs> a yeah. Ends, ends ain't meeting. Mm. A. My girl mad at me. Mm. Wow, wild thoughts. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Mm. All right, y'all. We are we are hour thirty in. Yeah. Man, we got anything else we try to tackle, man? I don't know, man. I think the people got. Uh. You got anything else? Any doctor? Any, any thoughts you want to get off your chest before we leave? Anything. Anything you want? No, man. I'm good, man. I mean, I think I think we I think we covered a lot. I know I took us I took us to a to a really serious. Place you gotta get serious. You gotta get talk. serious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's my fault, y'all. Think, uh, so I'll say at the end that I, first of all, thank y'all for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate that because I really wanted to do it because this podcast is dope. Obviously, thank you. Thank you. But, all up. But second, but secondly, uh, yeah. Y'all knew having me on the podcast it was going to go left. <laughs> Y'all knew it. <laughs> that's just the tone. You can't. Nah, man, but that's what this yeah. is for. Yeah, that's what this you is for. You can come back and be niggerish, too. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I, I think there are more mad niggerish topics, like, in the world. I just think if you look at what's kind of happened this week, there really wasn't that many niggerish mm-hmm. topics that's happened this week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but they're coming. They're coming. Because them sports are starting back up, The bro. sports. <laughs> it was throwing in the dog coming. days of summer, but, like, it's a weird one because now we have sports. Are they really the dog days, you know? No, this is usually the time when you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's just not. Like, only thing on is baseball for the next two months. <laughs> Here, here's here's the real question, right? You talk about niggerish topics. You know how, like, in arenas, man, after somebody would do something, like, stupid in the press, you see the wild signs, you know what I'm saying? So, the somebody on the NBA screen, you know, they got the little NBA fans, so somebody put on a poster, Lemon Pepper Lou, you know what I'm saying, when he's shooting the free throw, or, like, waving around, like, some chicken wings, you wow. know what I'm saying? Does, some, does somebody do that at the at the first Clippers game to Lou Williams? Definitely. I mean, me... Me and Cam was talking earlier about, like, how... Wasn't it... Weren't we talking earlier about how they should have, like, you know, the party chat sort of function? Yeah, and, they, and could, they could dead off the virtual fan thing a lot harder than they are. Right, like, they could have it, like, you and all your peoples could get, like, a little section. And, like, you know, you book that section and then, like, you appear a certain amount of the time. Like, you know, like, let's say 10% of the time. So you share a section with like ten other groups, something like that, and y'all are just all on camera at the same time. Hey, as Go long on. as the lemon pepper wings can get served to me, you know what I'm saying. In that same section, I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm cool Bruh, with the Williams. This section is how you know the Clippers are winning. If you do, if you do up a lemon pepper loose sign, I would write a strongly worded letter to the NBA. This is how you know. <laughs> this is how you know. Like if you believe in basketball. Bullshit, Juju, basketball guys. This is how you know the chip, the clips are winning the chip. Because Lemon Pepper Lou is like JR off the Henny. It's just one of those like lovable screw up type things. 
It's coming. But it wasn't even Lou's fault, bro. Buddy took the photo and posted it. He wasn't supposed to post a photo. I, I like your energy with the Clippers hope, though. Yes, agreeing. I'm I'm with you. I think I I still think the Clippers it's gonna be Clippers Bucks. Yeah. Wow, y'all really think so? Yeah, yeah I the think Bucks are just Bucks. sailing. <sighs> okay. The the Bucks hands down are coming out the East. The only the only person that maybe. Uh, the only person that maybe might come out the about the West outside of the Clippers is I'm going with the super dark horse in my Portland Trailblazers. Too hot for too rich for my blood. That's cool. We'll get we'll get into predictions later. Alright. That's it. Hit the wrap it up box. The play away, play away, play away. Holla. Europe.